And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Watch the show on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. Hall of Fame coach, Colorado Northwestern. And uh, excited to have him in with us uh, this new year. Gary Barnett joins us. Coach, how was the new year? Did you fire any fireworks off? No, Chris. Uh, my dad taught me a long time ago about fireworks. He just took a dollar bill, lit it, and watched it burn. He says, that's all you get for it right there. So I have never done that since. So no, no fireworks. Just, uh, you know. I can't even remember what we did. Well, now, now it's not TV even a, shows. It's not even a one dollar bill anymore. Now it's a twenty or a fifty. It, it is. Yeah, oh, I know. No, no question. But I'm I'm not about to burn a twenty. Well, so. good good on you. And I'm a little surprised being a guy from Missouri and fireworks. I mean, that was. All I know a, you're right because it was all around us, and you can drive to Missouri and get all the fireworks you want. You go everywhere; it's got fireworks. But you know that that uh, that just sort of was ingrained in me, and I've never had that interest <laughs> well good on you uh how do you fix or can you uh fix things in the future here with opt-outs bowl games nil the portal this bowl season was a mess aside from the playoff yeah it probably was and you know i i actually appreciated kirby smart's press conference um when he said what he said, the, the issue is no one's in charge and no one has the power to be in charge. And so these kinds of decisions, no one even knows who, who has the ability or the power to make these kinds of decisions. And so um, it's, it, it, you know, it comes down to, I mean, what is it that you could really change? And probably the only thing that you could change I would say it would be the portal. You could change the date on the portal so that it doesn't happen until after the bowl season. But then everybody who's trying to transfer and get in second semester somewhere, you know, he'll have a lawsuit. Um, I don't know what it is about, about it. I mean, we've let this happen to ourselves. We've watched it for years, you know, ever since McCaffrey um, uh, Chris McCaffrey bailed out because of the draft. Um, then it's become, you know, on one side people think it's, it's atrocious and shouldn't happen. On the other side, people think it's a smart thing to do. And it's just that we've put so much on this December uh, calendar that we can't control it. And I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I think if I were given the, the position to where I had to figure it out, I could figure it out. But... I don't know right off the top of my head what it is you do. The only thing that's controllable, I think, right now is the portal date. And, you know, that probably would bring about the lawsuit I was talking about. Gary, what do you make of the idea that I've seen floating around, which it also has its issues, but you move bowl season back in order to to help the December backlog. You put it in late January, early February, and have it at that point, and then for those teams, maybe take away a couple spring practices so they don't have such a, a crazy spring workload. But you just move bowl season back. Thoughts on that? No, I haven't even thought about that, Elijah, to tell you the truth. Um, you know, that makes it a really long year 
you know, that's a lot of contact. That's a lot of practices. That's a lot of, you know, the, uh, I mean, the games would still be affected by the transfer portal, bowl games. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys would be gone. You know, I, I guess it looks like we just have to accept the fact that the bowl season is not what it used to be and is probably never going to be what it used, it's used to. And I think when you do the 12-team playoff, it makes them even a little more insignificant. And it's a shame because, as you know, all these bowls are associated with with some charity, some sort of charity. And so uh, for charities to lose their opportunity, um, you know, to have these bowl games and, and reap the rewards from them, it, it, it's sad to see it happening. But I don't know that there's any other way to do it right now. Coach Gary Barnett with us, Hale Varsity Radio, talking some college football to the playoff we go. What do you think of Michigan-Bama and Texas-Washington? We'll get to Monday in a moment. Well, like everybody, it's just two great games that come down to the to the last play of the game in both of them. Uh, I, you know, both both games showed warts and issues with, with all four teams. Um, you know, it's it's – you can't play a perfect game no matter who you are and uh, what your name on the jersey is. For Michigan to survive all those special teams gaffes and win the game, for Alabama to have the bad snaps that cost them dearly on the last play especially, you know, for uh, Texas to get the opportunity of a lifetime on a rule that none of us have ever seen when one of their, you know, when Washington executes its uh, kill the clock, uh, you know, use up the clock perfectly, and then all of a sudden one of their players gets hurt, and and we have a rule that that uh, has probably never ever been used, and all of a sudden, how many how many years have we been around this game, guys? Lots. And uh, I've never seen that happen. And so you go, well, we got to change the rule. Well, you'd think in 90 years of football somebody would have seen this rule, but we haven't. So, uh, it, you know, it had a little bit of everything. I mean, I can't imagine if you're a college football fan that you just didn't spend about six or seven hours of your life just having a ball. It was good. We have seen Texas get a second back. Yep, we did. We saw Texas get a second and they should have. No, I when, know. You, when you watch the play unfold and you watch the clock, they should have gotten the second back. But then they couldn't make anything of it. My gosh, a team that's as loaded as they are. So, you know, it was, had so much drama. And, you know, people love to watch the drama. They don't want the boring. They had drama, and it was there in both those games. Gary, whenever you look ahead to Monday night in the championship game, I still think college football is a game that's one in the lines of scrimmage. I think Michigan has the advantage there. But the question is, does – Washington have the ultimate trump card with Michael Penix. I mean, the performance he put up in the Sugar Bowl was phenomenal, one of the best quarterbacking performances I've ever seen on that stage, at least uh, at the college football level. So uh, what's your outlook for Monday night? Well, first of all, Elijah, I think he's done that all year. Yes. He, he has been the difference maker in every single game they've played. They also have an offensive line that won the Joe Moore Award, which was the most off, uh, outstanding offensive line in the country. So you know, on paper, that should negate uh, the defensive prominence of of uh, Michigan. Who's going to win this game? Uh, gosh, I who who knows? I mean, I I think that Michigan is overall top to bottom the best team. But when you got the receivers 
and the quarterback that you have in Michael Penix. And I, I don't mind telling you I think he's the best player in college football. Mm-hmm. Um, then you don't know what's going to happen. You know, they've won ten straight games with one-score games. And, you, you know, you can say, well, that tells you how close it could be, but it also tells you how good they are because if you can continue to do that ten straight games and you got something going, you know, that means they're never going to give up in this game. So I don't know. I think the spread probably is about accurate. I think Michigan should should be favored in this game. But, boy, it's hard to bet against Michael Penix and, and Ryan Grubb, who I believe is the best play caller in college football. And if you think a team winning 10 straight one-score games is crazy, I wonder if it's ever happened to a team on the other end. I wonder if a team's ever lost 10 straight one-score games. Oh, wait. Well, I can't imagine who that would be. Take we a drink. Do some research. What Take a think? drink. <laughs> Man, Gary Barnett with his coach. I'm going to shift it here. A couple of minutes left, and thanks for making time today. You mentioned Penix, and he has been on a heater. We loved watching him when he was at Indiana. He was special, and uh, we really like Keelan DeBoer. There's some connection uh, with with how he's climbed the coaching ladder. Uh, he, he had a few Saturdays in Lincoln, right, uh, at the lower levels of college football. Sure. So he's somebody we're all rooting for. We really like what he's done. But when we look at the quarterbacks and we kind of project to the next level, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, Penix, Shadour, McCarthy, Quinn Ewers. These are all guys that could move on, and some will move on, to the NFL. Uh, if you're getting a phone call from some of your NFL buddies, who do you like? Is it Penix, or do you like uh, maybe a, a, a Caleb Williams? What a class, I guess, is what I'm asking for 2024, potentially moving on to the NFL. Yeah, I don't know that I could. I'll tell you, the, the guy that stands in and throws the football, Play after play is Penix. I mean, he is amazing. He split that that two deep mm-hmm. defense on that throw. It looked like a video game. <clears throat> but but all those other guys have great assets too. Bo Nix has great assets. You know, Caleb Williams, no question. Uh, you know, the, the 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 kid that won the high the Heisman, Jaden Daniels. I mean, that guy is special too. It, it would be hard for me to pick. I think it just depends on what what your scheme is, what your needs are. And you know whether whether you'd rather play with an athletic, very athletic quarterback, or whether you need somebody who'll be disciplined in the pocket, make the moves that need to be made. And you know from that standpoint, Penix is about as good as you can get. The other guys are all guys that are going to get get you out of trouble. Mm-hmm. But Penix, as you saw, I mean, he's only been sacked eleven times, guys. I mean, that's that's amazing. He didn't get sacked the other night. That's amazing <laughs> for a guy that throws the ball as much as he he does. And it's got to be. Partially, of course, with his offensive line protection, play calling, but also himself. You saw him make that move to his right to get out of the way of the Outland Trophy winner and throw that strike in there. That was that was that was just magic. So I don't know which way you go with it. it just depends on what your needs are. So Monday night, about a minute left. Are you are you doing ribs? Are you doing tacos? How are you watching the title game? What's on the the, the menu? You know what? That's a to be determined, Chris. I'm not sure how I'm going to do that one. I, I I've got so much going on this week. I, it's I'm going one day at a time. So we'll just have to see what that one looks like. Heavy golf load. Oh, I'll be golf in the day. In everything, I've got visitors and okay. dinners and stuff. But uh, oh, I'll play golf in the morning. I'm not going to worry about that game till it comes on. All right. Well, that sounds like a win. Man. I, I recommend hibachi. 
Hibachi. <laughs> Elijah, Elijah went to a hibachi party in Scottsdale. I didn't were... know. Down there in Scottsdale, they got, like, you could rent out hibachi. They'll come to your place. It's crazy. Uh, you know, I'm seriously thinking about fondue. What do you guys think? I've never had it. Is it, is it awesome? Uh, oh you're gosh. putting melted well, cheese on it, the best items. back in the, 60, uh, the 70s and the 80s. But, yeah, it's good. But, you know, it's a little... Little old guys. I was trying to make a joke, and you didn't. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, I. Well, I, I know fondue. Fondue is from the seventies. Hey, I'm but... not going to say no to melted cheese on items. He's <laughs> never, I never fondued. Uh, so, yeah. well, good enough. Enjoy your uh, your weekend, Coach. Thanks for the time today. You got it, guys. Great being with you. See ya. There he is, head coach, Hall of Famer Gary Barnett. Yeah, Barney's. <laughs> Years of fondue, <laughs> hibachi. Uh, We will get uh, caught up. The world of Vegas, Daddy Burke, Burke's Best Bets next.